I'm uh, really happy to be here today with Mike Schatzel, who's, among other things, part of uh, the Thin Man Brewery, um, but has been long-standing um, beer entrepreneur, I guess you could call it, in, yeah, something uh, like that. in the Buffalo area. Welcome, Mike. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, hello, Toronto. <laughs> um, I just made it into town for a, a night, and we're sitting at Thin Man. Um, with uh, one of their IPAs um, in front of me, uh, which is uh, tasting very nice. So, uh, uh, great to have you on, Mike. Um, I thought I'd just start with where we are right now. Um, I know you've been involved in a lot of things in uh, Buffalo over the years, but uh, one of the more recent um, and well-known um, endeavors is the opening of Thin Man. So, do you want to talk about that and yeah, how, that, how um, that happened? It was funny it, how it works out as... Um, I was actually, uh, Blue Monk was in the, the midst of closing, and uh, I was looking for a new location for that, uh, and I was looking at the spot that is the, the brew pub part of Thin Man, uh, and purchasing that, and a friend of mine owned it, and he was opening a distillery, he was in looking, he needed some uh, capital for the distillery, so he, was, he shut down the bar that was uh, called Toro here. And um, it ended up, it ended up being he was in a hurry, and I had to go through you know a typical loan uh, procedure, and I couldn't get him the money quick uh, quick enough, so I backed out on a Wednesday. And Friday morning, Rocco Termini called me, who was a local developer, and he said uh, I just bought Toro and Faraday's, which is uh, Faraday's was an old dive bar where the actual brewery is in right now. And uh, he said, I just bought those two buildings and I want to open a, I want to open up a brewery, brew pub, uh, and I want you to be you know, part of it. So that was kind of crazy to get that call. Um, so with legal restrictions on me opening, uh, having bar, uh, you know, so many bar licenses in Buffalo and Rocco has a couple himself. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of a strange setup that uh, Rocco and I are partners on the uh, in the restaurant bar area, and our wives own the brewery. So <laughs> nice, um, you know. So Suzanne and I took a course out in Cal- or, uh, Oregon, and you know, so you're opening a brewery basically, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we got started with that. And uh, um, you know, Rudy was uh, pretty much my first. Uh, beer enthusiast friend uh, I made in Buffalo with uh, when I years ago when I started uh, tapping good beer at Coles yeah and uh, we approached him about coming over being the head brewer um, and you know so far we're about a year in now yeah just had a first year anniversary uh, how was the party party was great we had about yeah. uh, over 2,000 people we shut the street down awesome I think we had about nine, nine, ten bands, and uh, you know, it was about 86, 87 degrees, so it was a little, little hot on the blacktop. But uh, it was a great day. We, I think we went through 30 halves of uh, beer, and wow. you know, it was by far our, our best day ever. Great. More than double the previous one. So. Cool. So yes, yeah, so things are going. You know, Buffalo's um, the beer scene is much. You know, the breweries. There's a ton of them now. Yeah. And some of them are making some really great beer, so it's you know exciting time. Yeah. Well, I want to ask you about how you got into beer, because and maybe it's worth just yeah. for those that don't know, your family, I believe, has been in 
the bar world yeah, for I'm, generations. I'm third generation bar owner, so uh, my grandfather owned places in Lackawanna, New York, which is just okay. a suburb, uh, Steel Town, and then yeah. uh, so my dad worked there. My dad started opening bars in uh, the mid '60s. Okay. And, uh, and then he opened Coles, which is which most Toronto people initially uh, came down to, you know, for good beer in Buffalo. Yeah. He opened that in '73. I started working there when I was about 10. Hmm. And, uh, you know, it was typically like, uh, you know, your Bud Blue, you know, Labatt Blue bar for a long time. Um, you know, then Guinness came around and we had that on in Bass Ale. And then uh, I moved out to San Diego in 1998. I was out there for about two years. And then uh, I came back after drinking. Uh, I was a big, like, Sierra Pale Ale guy out there. Yeah. And... Uh, Tried some um, Pyramid Hefeweizen I enjoyed. Okay, yeah. And then uh, Stone was just kind of opening there, so I tried the yeah, Arrogant right. Bastard. That was a little different. But uh, um, about probably about 2000, you know, when I got back, I immediately put Sierra Nevada on tap. And uh, Flying Bison, uh, I think Flying Bison was just opening around then. I think it was around that time, yeah. And uh, a friend of mine I went to college with, she was waitressing at a bar down on uh, Main Street out in Amherst and one of the bartenders was Tim Herzog the owner of Flying yeah. he was uh, he was just starting up so she asked you know if I would give him a I don't even know if he had draft then you know so we put uh, Aviator Red on tap mm-hmm. and then uh, Southern Tier was just starting up around nice. then so they came in we, we brought in the IPA in bottles you know, so it was, those didn't move too well in the beginning, yeah. and then we discontinued that, and then... Uh, it's funny to think that's what it, what it was back then. Yeah. So the tear bottles and flying... You know, Anchor was bridge. around. Um, yeah. You know, draft-wise, there was... Good bar back, you know, in the mid-'90s had, like, a bunch of stuff, like, you know, Pete's Wicked we used to sell, yeah. and then Pete's, there was uh, Spanish Peaks Honey Raspberry Ale, and then there was... I remember driving Rhino down. Chaser. Yeah. I used to drive down here to get like Victory and like mm-hmm. some of those early, early guys. Yeah, that was probably mid two thousands when the yeah. when the Victory came in. Um, but then one day in like two thousand two, two thousand three, I just moved back. I, I I spent six months in Vancouver, BC, okay. going to culinary school. Oh, cool. And then I came back, and then shortly after that, a salesman came in. From a little small beer place in um, know, Rochester, Syracuse, and I bought a case of Old Speckled Hen, hmm. case of uh, Otter Creek Copper Ale, which might still be a couple of those might still be yeah. on. Uh, and then I put uh, the first keg I put on was um, Left Hand Sawtooth Ale. Oh yeah. And you know that really that started selling well, and then like yeah. a week or two later, another salesman came in. And uh, I bought Harpoon IPA, and I bought uh, Arrogant Bastard, and I put those on, and Harpoon IPA was flying. It was crazy. Like, and I was a pale ale guy, but I didn't really know what an IPA was back then. Yeah. And uh, you know, then I had one night I drank about seven, eight pints of it, and I found out real quick uh, what it was. Yeah. My girlfriend was at the time was not happy with me, and uh, yeah, so. Learn to respect the you know the seven 
the stronger seven plus. Uh, yeah, I can't drink them like a you know five percenter. No. But, you know, it just kind of took off from there. And then, uh, you know, I started studying. Somebody mentioned that I was on Beer Advocate, the bar, and I, I had no idea what it was. So I researched that. And then, uh, you know, I started looking at the following the, the top bars. I think, like, the top bar in the, the country back then was uh, the Moan and Dove over in Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. And uh, so, I, you know, I'd look at what they bought. And then I'd start studying the, um, the uh, top-ranked beers. So... Free Floyd seemed to be pretty uh, popular, so my cousin was going to to uh, college in Wisconsin. So I said, I knew she was coming home, driving home soon. So I asked her to stop in Chicago and buy as much Three Floyd cases as sure. possible. You know, this is. I think the uh, I can't get in trouble from that now. It's 15 years <laughs> yeah. ago. So you know, I put that. Yeah, yeah. So I I I put some of the bottles in the cooler, and, uh, and that's when I met Rudy. Him and uh, mm-hmm. our other buddy Tim Kennedy were in. And I saw him there drinking some of. Uh, I had Alpha King bottles and uh, Robert the Bruce. Yeah. You know, and I saw him ordering them, so I went and asked him if they liked the beer, and we started talking, and and then you know Rudy and I have been friends since then, as well as Tim. So and I just kind of is. Um, more people came in, you know, and then uh, things like Magic Hat started, you know, that yeah. sold well, and uh, I don't buy it anymore, but it was like, uh, initially got me going, and then, you know, the next thing, and then Stone was, you know, Stone was here, and then Barry Public, you know, guy, uh, guy Bob Cravata started uh, a company called Beer Lovers Paradise. Okay. And he had all the Shelton Brothers products, oh, okay. and... Um, you know, Barry Public was a you know the Racer Five was huge. You know, I love that beer, and uh, he started bringing that stuff in, and you know, then short right around the same time, Bobby opened uh, Good Bar next door. Yeah. Bought that and started good doing good beer. So between Good Bar and Coles, you had that um, yeah, was right. You had a ton of taps, yeah, right and that's there. when I probably started meeting you guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, Harry and uh, the crew from Toronto and. Um, Blank Boy, yeah, and all the rapier guys came down. Alan and well, this, yeah, so it's, it's pretty cool, you know. Yeah. And I was like, guys are driving from Toronto to come to Coles, to, you know. And then I, at that point, I was like, if I knew how to make beer, I would move to Ontario immediately and <laughs> yeah. brew an IPA because well, we were all people wanted. It's all you guys came down for is IPAs, and we were desperate for it for for years and years. And yeah, I remember the, when I first realized that there was stuff going on here i would drive down do do day trips to premier gourmet mm-hmm. load up with victory hop devil i mean back then you could get new glaris here for a very short time um which yeah, is very yeah very i mean cantillon used to cantillon used to be around it would just be you go into you would go into Premier and they'd just be literally covered in dust and just, yeah. they'd just sit there. I remember a guy that I, I met there who was excited to just see somebody else excited about it because yeah. I felt that it wasn't very common for him to meet anybody. No. But then he, he started realizing the Canadians were coming and yeah, and I, I guess the you know, the, the apex of the you know, the Toronto invasion I have to the, say your bus to Blue the Monk. Bus, the bus yeah, to yeah. the Blue Monk. It's legendary, uh, that, that bus. Front page of the Buffalo News. Yeah. Um, I heard the ride back was even, I heard that was something. The ride back, if the day wasn't legendary enough, the 
the, the, the it's as if the bus ride home just we we, we could have just toppled right over the peace bridge. So it yeah. was. Uh, I've heard I've heard stories about that. It was uh, it was some kind of a day, but I always remember talking to the the Buffalo News reporter, and he's like, "It's just amazing that all you Canadians mm-hmm. want to come down for beer," and yeah. we're like, "Well." You should come to Toronto. There's nothing. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and that was like, uh, you know, Blue Monk. You know, a lot of my inspiration for Blue Monk was, um, food-wise, was Beer Bistro. Yeah. And, uh, you know, going up there, but like a good IPA, I remember the only thing, like, the only IPA that was, this is probably 2000, yeah, I don't even know, 2008 maybe. Yeah. You know, I remember Beer Bistro at like Hop Attic. Yeah. And that was all right. And then the the first really good Canadian IPA I tasted was um from Hoffenstark, the post colonial. Right. And I was like, yeah. all right, it can be man, it can be done in Canada. Yeah, can, and, you know, now yeah, some of the best yeah, I mean yeah. Bellwoods and what Mike Mike Lackey's making oh, yeah. and Collective Arts and you know, those guys, I mean those are well, I'd put those up with yeah. anything. Well now the the IPA scene in Ontario, the L C B O isn't really bothering with American IPAs, even though the irony is now they're willing to play because a lot of them who have the West, the, sorry, the East Coast yeah. breweries have extra capacity, but the LCBO doesn't want it anymore yeah. because now we've got all the good local stuff. Yeah. So it's kind of funny how things change. Uh, exactly. So, no, just the Toronto market uh, is blown up. I mean, it's beers you can get up there now. It's just. I don't see you guys too often anymore, so <laughs> I know something happened. Um, well, but, you know. I still get a couple, you know, I don't know if you know Komal yeah, and his yeah. crew and James, and uh, they're down quite a bit, Darcy. They come down quite a bit. and Well, we were they, we were used to uh, the glory, a few glory years with the dollar there, yeah. and uh, that sort of uh, subsided a bit, which I think is, has affected a bit of the travel, but... Yeah, I remember the first, when I moved out to Vancouver uh, for culinary school, I think it was 2002, or maybe three, like, I uh, I got a dollar fifty-seven Canadian for American. Yeah. And then I remember, you know, maybe four or five years after that, my buddy and I went up for the Sabres-Canadians game in Montreal. Yeah. We got the, uh, we rented the... Um, Hundred dollars cash a night, no questions asked. Room above <laughs> due to Seattle. Oh, I've it stayed was, there. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Great spot. Love that spot. And so they wouldn't take a credit card, so we went to the bank. Yeah. And you know, I gave them three hundred dollars U.S., thinking I'm going to get whatever yeah. back. You know, a lot more than three hundred. And then I got like two ninety back, and I was like, <laughs> "What's going on here?" Just, uh, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, in the in the years since. Well, I mean, since Coles, including Blue Monk and up to Thin Man, your your sort of beer empire, if you will, has grown significantly. So, I mean, for those that haven't been down recently, do you want to talk yeah. about some of the other spots that yeah, you're involved well, in here? Yeah, well, you know, Thin Man, you know, we have uh, 24 taps on there. Uh, looking at looking at our list right now, looks like we got six or seven guest taps on. Um, you know. Kind of stuff that Rudy and I really enjoy. We try to tap, so you definitely see a lot of Jolly Pumpkin, yeah. uh, Shelton Brothers type type beers that kind of you know, no sense putting IPAs on when we we have a bunch of our own. So sort of things that have uh, beers that have motivated Rudy or sort of shaped him in some way, and 
you know, things that I enjoy. Um, you know, Ellenberger Ventures been a great business. So we've been, uh, that's right down the Allentown district. There we have 24 taps, but you know, also a lot of American IPAs and, uh, but we're also doing a lot of sours and, uh, mm -hmm. funky, um, you know, Shelton Brothers stuff, De La Sen, uh, Duranka, Jolly Pumpkin, um, uh, Cascade. We've been getting some of that lately, so oh, which has been really nice. Cool. Um, so that, you know, I have a, if you've ever been on the DC, uh, my manager there worked for the, uh, like the Blue Jacket crew, so it's oh, Church yeah. Key, yeah, great The Sovereign, yeah. and uh, so Greg Angert was the, you know, the mastermind, beer mastermind there, so Jack, uh, Jack learned under him, so he's got a you know big affinity for Terrace Bulba and mm -hmm. XX Bitter, and so those really beautiful Belgian beers that Shelton uh, brings in the U.S. Nice. And then uh, the latest one, oh, more Pat, yep. which is I think is the best beer bar now that Blue Monks calls. Uh, that's out in the suburbs, but uh, that's 20 taps there. But uh, we go really out of our way. It's IPA heavy. Uh, that's what seems to to sell real well, but uh, we're constantly getting uh, other half kegs. We're the only place this end of the state getting those. Uh, a lot of the New York City IPAs, and um, you know those seem to really IPA heavy. There, we you know we have about two or three sours on all the time. Yeah. Uh, but great bottle list, and uh, really kind of go. My partner who lives right around there. He's reeling the beer, and you know he puts a lot of effort in. The, getting the New York City beers up here and uh, so it's we got um, you know begin some night shift we got a distributor down New York City that will send us a pallet so where no one else is really getting any of this stuff so it's we really separate ourselves from the competition there it's yeah it's not real big but it's uh, real cozy and uh, you know it's it's a great spot I wish I could pick it up and put it put it downtown <laughs> yeah, but I know um, you know, and then the latest would be uh, well, Coulter Bay. Yeah. So that was uh, one of the original beer bars in Buffalo back in the 90s. Okay. I think I opened in 88. And I just recently bought that about, uh, I guess, February 2016. So we opened that right in uh, November. And uh, that's 44 draft lines. And uh, wow. so we're actually going pretty heavy. Well, not heavy, but... Uh, Six of the lines are always um, cider. Oh, okay. So we're oh, trying cool. a whole bunch of new, yeah, new things there. And it's the first place in Buffalo, I think, that has uh, multiple cider taps. Mm -hmm. And uh, that that's, does real well. It's a great corner right at Amherst, or uh, Delaware and Allen. And, you know, it's, we run, you know, sours, IPAs, Imperial, you know, it's the whole gamut. Um, and that's, uh, it's, if you can't find something you like there, something's, something's, something's wrong, wrong with you. you. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Um, I want to ask you just about Buffalo as a as a beer scene. You know, you mentioned um, Flying Bison. I remember those guys. I remember when it was just like this big warehouse and or industrial unit, and they just had growlers. I mean, now yeah. there's breweries everywhere. What's the beer scene like in Toronto Buffalo? Breweries, um, you know, with uh, Flying Bison being like the you know the grandfather, you know I, I think Tim opened it in the late '90s, you know, over in the the Black Rock area. Now they build a beautiful brewery out in the, uh, what are they calling it? 
near Kaisertown, Larkinville. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just visited that a couple of weeks ago for the first time. It's beautiful, and, and they're making the classic beers they always made. And Tim's son now is experimenting, you know, pushing the envelope a little more, and uh, with a lot of success. So mm-hmm. you know, they kind of paved the path for the rest of us. Um, uh, Big Ditch, I think, is probably making the best beer. Yeah. You know, um, they've been doing some really good IPAs. They've been winning some uh, some big awards, and you know, they're definitely a major player. And uh, Resurgence is doing the same. They're yeah. making, you know, everyone's making good yeah. IPAs. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Community Beer Works is uh, you know a smaller brewery, but yeah. you know they're constantly innovating. Um, you know. A lot of pilot batches, small releases. So you know, it's then uh, you, you know you have the standard, you know, EBC and Southern Tier, which are yeah. more in the you know down south. But uh, forty two North down East Aurora's beautiful, beautiful brewery making great beer. Twelve Gates out in Williamsville, which is over right right, uh, right by uh, More Pats, making some okay. great IPAs. And you know, it's it's a good community. We all get along. Yeah. And you know, I think we're. I know there's a couple in planning. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they'll be up to be about 25 breweries. Okay. So it's you know it's an exciting time. Yeah. You know and it's uh, you know hopefully hopefully it's thin man but we're kind of waiting for that uh, one um, one brewery to really kind of to set the you know to take us off to be that you know three Floyds be or yeah. you know like a you know maybe not in the size or capacity yeah. of both but someone that really make some you know make some news and really picks up the beer travel here yeah and i think uh you know i think rudy's making great beers and there's no reason it can't be us maybe i should bring another bus down to thin man then yeah i think that would be a good time (laughs) do you um just want to take a minute talk about some of your beers i know some have made a a a couple appearances up in toronto um but i know you have a lot of collabs and a lot of interesting things you're doing doing yeah we've done a bunch of collabs here um our first one, I believe, well, our first beer we actually ever brewed, sort of, as Thin Man, was uh, we brewed with Mike Lackey up in uh, at, at Great Lakes for, nice. I think, the Beer Fest in London. Okay. Um, so that was kind of neat. And we did, uh, named it after some obscure uh, Buffalo Bills player. Yeah. Um, and then we brewed with Freigeist out of Germany. Yeah. Uh, Captain Lawrence was a big one out in, uh, we, we went to them and then we brewed on their, uh, 40 barrel system. Okay. So that was, uh, that was a cool experience. Cool. And, uh, recently we brewed with, uh, Rob came down from, uh, Bar Hop. Yeah. We brewed with Rob, uh, one of the first one, uh, first released by us, it kind of got some, um, uh, got in other areas was, um, we did a beer called In Love With The System with Collective Arts. Right. So that was really, you know, we, we love what they're doing up there. Yeah. And uh, we've become real tight with those guys. So we're going to be going up there and uh, brewing with them. Uh, possibly the same beer, with tweaking it slightly. But uh, we've, we were just actually talking about that yesterday with uh, Dan and um, the crew up there. So, um, and we just, we just had a guy here from Poland, from uh, Brauer Vidawa. Which, uh, okay. Radic, I'm sure, I'm sure oh, yeah, you know Radic. Yeah, sure. Uh, Radic set that up. He was coming over stateside, so he brewed with uh, Dunham in okay. outside Montreal. Yeah. 
then he came here and brought some, uh, he sent some experimental uh, Polish hops here. Hmm. So he cool. claims it's the first time uh, they're ever used in the U.S., so which is kind of neat. Yeah. Um, and then he was, now he's a brunette hopping frog right. down in Akron. So yeah, that was a big, um, you know, that's the thing I like. You know, I, I like trying to set up the, uh, the collaboration beers, yeah. and I, I'm sure I drive Rudy insane <laughs> trying to, to make all these things for him, but uh, you know, we were some talks with some. Uh, we're talking to uh, Brian from Stillwaters, yeah, a uh, good friend. So we're trying to set something with him, uh, and then just you know a lot of people that I've supported over mm-hmm. the last well, you know, fifteen now. years. Yeah. yeah, so it's like all right, you know, I spent yeah. a lot of beer, you know, time a lot of money in. on your beer. Time to. <laughs> time to share the favor yeah and uh so you know there's hopes uh we're talking to a uh, new brewery in the bronx uh gun hill okay. so that should happen sooner than later and uh you know, it's fun you know i like traveling and trying to set some things up and we hope to uh set up some uh you know hopefully shelton brothers some things like that they can set us up with breweries over in uh europe and we can bounce around there brew some beers and, and they would uh get exported here through mm-hmm. Shelton and you know we can tap them in the bar you know that's what I think that's how you get your name out and we did a huge one with uh, um, kind of like a not really well-known brewery in the public's eyes but the you know beer nerds or beer uh, traders is uh, three sons out of uh, Florida oh yeah and he's a local guy from Buffalo that uh, he's done some beers with cycle down in Tampa that have got a top 50 beer and rate beer. Uh, he won best brewery at Hunapu at um, oh right at Cigar City best beer. He's placed you know he's, so he's he's in the midst of uh, making uh, a brick and mortar location okay down in uh, Lauderdale area. But so we did a 14.1 percent uh, imperial style with him and. Uh, Really, really good, you know. Nice. And then, so I think that will kind of get the thin man name with the traders. We're going to do a bottle release in a couple of weeks, and I think that that will end up all over the place. So nice. basically, because of Corey's name at uh, Three Sons, so so we're excited about that. And you know, it's just uh, you know, Rudy's making a lot of great IPAs here. He's experimenting with some funky Belgian things, um, which you know, are uh, of course I love them. But you know, we're trying to get locals to kind of open their uh, their mind a little and right. you know not everything needs to be an IPA but uh, but it's ex- you know it's exciting you know it's you experience some it's a good time some hit yeah. some don't so um, you know you just kind of take it as you know work in progress yeah great well I know um, I know you've got to run um, so I uh, I really appreciate you taking the time oh, to yeah, chat oh yeah my pleasure and um, I, the one thing I didn't answer oh, was yeah. uh um, we have it at, at uh, cast days, so we sent a couple of oh, beers yeah. up for cast days, and then uh, Thomas, Julian, and Ralph were uh, really nice enough to tap some beers at uh, at the new Volo. So yeah. we were up there. They tapped, uh, I, I think, four beers from us alongside okay. uh, with Gigantic from Oregon. Right. So course. we had like kind of like a dual takeover I that night. That. And uh, you'll probably be back for cast days again. Oh, I'm we'll sure definitely if, be at cast days a, and. Uh, 
Keep Six. Yeah, Keep Six. Uh, they're they're going to be bringing some of our beer up there on a regular basis, so right. you can expect us on tap up in the, I guess the, the bars they're selling to. So I would, yeah. you know, Volo and Imagine like Bar, bar Hop, Hop and yeah. um, a couple of those places. A couple of the places up there. So that's exciting. I love going up there. So enough. Great. Well, um, hopefully, because we'll have some Thin Man up in Toronto, which will be great. Hopefully, that won't stop anybody from coming to visit at the source. No, no, see yeah, all the good we, places we love, here, we so. love seeing the uh, Canadian crowd come down here. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it is. Every time they bring me, whoever it is, they usually bring me a couple of beers. Yeah. And I don't even know them half the time. <laughs> so it's uh, like, oh, some guy just dropped us off for you. And it's, yeah, so, that's great. I love trying with, you know, the, the beer up there is very impressed with what's going on. So. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to checking out uh, Bim's new place. Yeah, that's going to so be good. So in a couple of weeks, hopefully the next couple of weeks, I'll get up there and obviously stop at uh, you know my haunts, Bar Hop and Volo and uh, Bellwoods and the usuals. You know, so it's it's an exciting time, and I know we're uh, there's going to be some um, border uh, yeah, collaborations. Like, I yeah, know we're I've with uh, Block. Three, yeah, block three, yeah. So I think we're lined up to brew with them, I believe. Okay. And uh, yeah, sort of cross cross border. Yeah, it's sort of Buffalo, kind of Toronto, thing, yeah. Ontario beers. So someone's working. Uh, I think the Buffalo Niagara Brewing Association is working on that. Yeah. So yeah, I've seen some things about that. But it's, be yeah, fun. we were, you know, we all, and then, you know, it's nice going up there and knowing that I, Jeff will be slightly bigger than me, so stand out in the crowd <laughs> when the when I'm around the bar. So. And I know uh, Rudy's going up there on the 22nd to brew with Jeff in, uh, oh, at, uh, Indy. at Indy, oh, so great. we're excited for that. Next, they were uh, a couple of guys from Indy. They're our first paying customers uh, when we first served serving our beer here. Oh so. wow, amazing! Yeah, so that was that was kind of a cool thing. Well, Jeff and I will be back later tonight to uh, vibe in the uh, well, to tap lineup. I will make uh, sure I meet you for a couple. We're going to be doing the. Uh, the scene today and, perfect uh, um, yeah so looking forward to tonight and uh, yeah thanks for taking the time to chat Mike and hey, my pleasure um, always awesome to come down here for a great beer beautiful thanks a lot great to have me or, thank you for having me not great to have me <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks. <laughs>